just as a disclaimer, the last few minutes of the podcast sound like shit. Well, I mean, even shitter than the rest of the podcast because I paused it and then I unpaused it and then it did some weird staticky thing. Anyway, I'm not going to invest in proper audio equipment until I can actually find it in myself to do this regularly because this might be the last one you ever hear or it might be the second of many. I don't know, but truth is I just can't be fucked. Greetings, assorted little dumplings. Guess what day is coming up? It's Valentine's Day! (laughs) I'm sitting here on the floor with Lauren, producer Lauren. Hi. (laughs) I wanted to hear that. You said last time not to. Um, Can you not? I'm sipping a purple gin, guys. It's very romantic. It's ASMR. Uh, We're going to talk today about how much you hate Valentine's Day. Mm, Yeah, it's a love-hate relationship. It's a 90 to 10% love-hate. What do you mean? It's a hate-love. I hate it 90% and then 10% if it's real. What? I don't want to 100% hate it. Anyway, let's dive right in to the first reason why you hate Valentine's Day. The one of many reasons why it is a day-long wankery is just the whole ritual of obligatory flowers and chocolates, and it just seems like, to my jaded self, a fucking waste of beautiful flowers ripped out of the earth. (laughs) For humans, and like I just always see these suits walking home with a rose. I'm like, mm-hmm. or, or like that disgusting like teddy bear that's yeah. holding the heart. It's like I so love tacky. you. It's like they've obviously picked it up from the servo. So desperately forgot what day it was. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like they feel obliged because maybe their partner expects them to get them something, and it's not really heart felt necessarily. It's more like this is what I meant to get rather than being something unique or thoughtful. Obviously not everyone. Like some people would go to the effort and do something bespoke. But other times when you see that, um, it just makes me feel icky. Yeah. My, I think I'd love to see, actually I think I have seen this, just like a sweaty businessman running alongside the bus because he's fucking late for Valentine's dinner and he's like carrying a bunch of flowers that are like falling everywhere because he's so aggressive with his like sprinting to catch up with the bus and he's like sweaty and disgusting and he's about to cry because you know he knows his girlfriend's gonna murder him yeah well that's the thing like with hetero relationships anyway why is it the guy generally that needs to get the present for the female and she may say oh it's fine like i don't want anything but really obviously she does and there's this whole like unspoken thing if he doesn't go to the effort then oh my god he's such a bad person such a bad boyfriend but yeah. really like i think if it's not reciprocated that's that's some bullshit i want to see like the, the woman getting the man something delicious something romantic <laughs> you know i think that would be sweet i think these days like people do sort of do do reciprocal gifts yeah i think that's but... nice less pressure 
there is less pressure. Although there could be no pressure if we just don't do Valentine's mm. Day. But because then, it's just a just a artificial holiday. Well, yeah, Not even a holiday. It's just like a day. It's, it's like an extra extra pressure day. Arbitrary capitalist date that has morphed into like a another excuse to buy things for people. Yeah, and like people say that they don't, like, don't care about Valentine's Day, and then they make a huge show about it on the actual day when they get something. Yeah, because they get like, desperate. Let's be fucking real. You probably manipulated him into buying that for you anyway. So. Yeah. It's like my mum says at Christmas, we're not doing Christmas this year, but every year it comes around on Christmas Day and there's a fucking hidden dumpling bag under the bed with dumplings <laughs> yeah. wrapped in other dumplings. What? <laughs> and we're like, Mum, you said not to do it. It's exactly like that. <laughs> do you actually get dumplings for Christmas? No, but maybe this year. <laughs> <laughs> I will buy you dumplings Yay. for Christmas this year. It's a metaphor. Um, yeah, I don't like how people, they're basically just like putting things on for a show because mm. they're like, oh my God, Valentine's Day, love of my life, been together five years, I couldn't, like, I love you more and more every day, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, tomorrow you'll just go back to your moaning basic bitch self and you'll have like 50 problems that you had with your boyfriend that you had on the day, except, you know. Valentine's Day is about showing how much you love your like your significant other mm. and like displaying disgusting amounts of affection that no one actually fucking cares about. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I find like the mo- more outwardly facing relationships on social media that appear to be yes. so perfect, the like the polar opposite they are in Yeah, the also. more you display your relationship online, the more fucking miserable you are. Mm. Like people who post like things on social media like Mr. and Mrs. Da da da. I literally cringe. I love you so much. Could not live life without you. You're everything to me. Like, you're probably on the edge of a fucking divorce. So, Mm. please shut the hell up. A divorce. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, it's because the energy seems to be facing outwards. It's like, what what are other people thinking of this, my perfect relationship that I've crafted so, you know, perfectly on social media? And then not enough energy is focused on actually loving the person. In front of you, it's more like the idea of oh, this per- like achieving this perfect relationship. It's a dream, mm. a dream, an illusion, a fire illusion. It is an illusion because like the only the only winners are commercial enterprises. Right, they're just like a money sucking waste of time, and you know they push this concept of like rational thinking about like you know people like people always think how can I afford to spend how much can I afford to spend without like breaking the bank or mm. like you know being sort of out of pocket for the next couple of weeks. And then they use that to, like, force an emotional situation, which is, oh, my God, will my significant other reject me and my gift? Mm. Yeah, it's a lot of That's pressure. what pisses me off about Valentine's Day. I never even thought of it like that. That's a lot of pressure for the gift giver. Yeah, but it's also, like, companies do the same with, like, any holiday. And most recently, like, Chinese New Year, mm. like, all these brands try to leverage this, like, holiday that means nothing to them, yeah, really. Yeah, they build meaning into it. Um, and they, like, create bullshit meaning mm. because they can make money off it, basically. It's advertising. I'm pretty sure, like, I saw, I forget which brand it was, but, like, they pulled together, like, a Chinese New Year collection. But, like, all, literally all they did was, like, pick all the red things from their collection and oh. was like, it's a Chinese New Year collection. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Wow, that's deep. That's profound. <laughs> yep. Performative intimacy is a big issue in today's millennial culture. 
I feel. It's like What is performative intimacy? Well, it's like you go through the motions, you you see things on social media, you see little videos and you think, Oh wow, like that's so perfect. I really I fucking crave that. I I need that in my life and you maybe compare it to your partner or past relationships and it's never never enough. And so then you make might then start a new relationship or try and appear to do other things that you're seeing on social media, but really you're so self-conscious and self-performing because you're so, you know, you're always comparing it to other things that you're never living in the moment. And I feel like that's a soul suck. And it's Does that count for food? Because I always see food on social media and I'm like, I want to manifest that into my life. <laughs> Absolutely. But then when you're, when you've got the food and you're eating it, you at least can taste it, right? Or are you so distracted by the, the pictures of the food that, I don't take pictures of food, unless it's, like, phenomenal. Yeah. I don't, I don't like a food picture taker. I just let me eat my fucking food. Yeah, no, I just, the whole idea of a performance, and then it's, like, hyper, hyper real on uh, social media because you're recording. Recording a performance is just another world. It's <laughs> another world. You know what I, oh, my God, people who, propose on that oh, that is the ultimate cringe the ultimate cringe i like i i fully like close every orifice of myself <laughs> when i see that stuff like i'm just like i've got the cringe sweats like yeah. i just like my ears are sweating and like my eyeballs are sweating which is just crying like <laughs> <laughs> and like you know i get like under boob sweat i just ugh, fuck just ah, yuck <laughs> anyone who gets rejected doing something so Foolish, foolhardy, and tacky. Deserves it. I almost relish being watching and be rejected. <laughs> almost. <laughs> then I just feel too bad. It's like don't do it on Valentine's Day. Any other day. Fifteenth of Feb would be sweet. Fifteenth of February. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like we've already gone through like a couple of things. But I was going to say, what is your? What like, is the second thing on your list? But I feel like you've already gone through like. Yeah, we've kind of like three. morphed into a few of them. Like, I had a thought on, like, loving the idea of someone rather than the reality of who they are, and then you have, you're always comparing (laughs) the idea you have of this person to everyday reality and messiness of their and your life, and it never quite matches up. So then kind of you get this frustration of, oh, why aren't they living up to my expectation of this idealised person that I I'm expecting them to be because that's never been who they are. It's that's the idea that you had in your mind of them, and I feel like that especially works perfectly for long distance relationships. So I always question like when people are in long distance relationships, they don't see each other that much. They're obviously clinging to this idea of the person, and does that get more and more distorted? And is that kind of distancing from reality in a way? And maybe people, some certain people, must thrive on that, thrive on the idea of someone, and then that distance yeah i think like the reason for a lot of relationship breakdown is that people like one or either or both parties Mm. have like an expectation an idealized version of the other person but they never communicate that expectation so when it comes to like you know the point of breaking or like the point where they resent that person so much 
then you know they bring up all these things like oh my god Brad like I can't believe you didn't take me to Disneyland that one time when I always said that I wanted to go to Disneyland but and then that person is just like you never fucking told me you wanted mm. to go to Disneyland you just said like, you like Mickey Mouse ears like read between yeah. the lines Brad exactly <laughs> so um yeah and it's just all about like lack of communication mm. and then you know when things like Valentine's Day comes up they're like oh my god I hope he does this for me and then they like think about it and they manif- <laughs> they like, try to manifest yeah. it and they're like oh my god what if he does this what if he does that and then like if he doesn't do anything or he or she doesn't do anything mm. then they're like oh. I can't believe they didn't know they don't know yeah me. what a motherfucker mm. and that's the awful thing because you don't want to remind someone to get you something or to know <laughs> what you're thinking but of course you have to communicate that they, they're not mind readers yeah, I know. How the hell am I ever supposed to get a Chanel bag if I don't keep constantly <laughs> reminding my partner that dimensions. that's what I want for Christmas? Yeah. You, know? you gotta be literal in that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I make sure that the person I'm dating knows exactly what I want. Exactly which Chanel bag is. Yeah, exactly, doing. because what if he gets me the wrong colour? Exactly, it would be fucking devastating. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's interesting. Should we talk about unreciprocated love? Ooh, it hurts. <laughs> the ultimate cruelty. Don't you feel? Sure, tell me about it. Uh, um, I don't know. It's just like Romeo and Juliet, yo. Like, I'm re- well, actually, no, that was fully reciprocal. Fully reciprocal. Terrible example. What's an example of unreciprocated love in literature? Um, I don't know. Why are you putting me on the spot like this? Unreciprocated love. Uh, I don't know. Ten things I hate about you. Actually, no. They no. They all feel. I feel like they all kind of end in happy endings. Yeah, I need like an ultimate, like one-sided love. The stars are misaligned. I don't know. I just I remember. A it few doesn't. Times. It doesn't make for a good movie or a good book. What? Because it's tragedy. I think it was sweet. I'm not well versed. No, it's just like that awful feeling of like being adored and loved, but you just don't love them back, and you like really, really want to want to because you feel bad, but. I feel like you've got personal experience. Spill the tea. Well, there was this one time that I was house-sitting in East Balmain and there was this cute boy and his dorky friend and it was so obvious that the friend liked me but I was interested in the cute boy, of course. And, like, I just... Everything about him irked me and probably because I knew that he liked me. So I just rebuffed his every move and made it very 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 obvious that I was interested in his friend which was awful I'm an awful fucking person and so we were like I was we were, was with a group of friends and we were just upstairs in the upstairs part of the, this huge house in East Balmain and <laughs> the friend came in and he's like oh yeah what are you guys doing and we kind of basically sent him downstairs to be play with the dogs by himself <laughs> and to this day I feel horrible about it I'm like how much did he actually like me and was I even one iota empathetic with his plight but why do you have to be empathetic um why would you have to be empathetic if you don't like them you don't like them you don't have to the thing about like people like with some people especially people who are like the quote-unquote like cute nerdy nice guy they like you're like oh i feel so bad for like not hanging out with them but then like sometimes it just like gets stalkery yeah and then almost makes it worse it's worse because if you give them any attention then they'll be like, oh my god, I have a chance, I have a chance, and they'll just keep harassing you. But what if you did give him attention? Turned out to be the love of your life. No, it was disgusting. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was disgusting. No, it was disgusting. 
disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. No, there's a particular type of nerd that I can just like sense in their DNA that they're going to be a weak mate. Like neckbeard nerd. It's just, just kind of like, just like weak, sweaty. Weak Give me men. a visual. Mm, yeah. Weak men. Like, it's not even a visual. It's the way they act, like the just the weakness. They exude weakness <laughs> in their DNA. And a I'm little just, worm. Yeah, kind of like a no spine. <laughs> no spine, no skeletal system whatsoever. No yeah. exoskeleton. And it's not even necessarily <laughs> their face. It's like sometimes they don't have much of a shoulder and I feel like that. Don't have much of a shoulder. They don't have enough shoulder to Like they've got ratio. like. They've got like a smooth. Yeah, just slopes, smooth. slopes down. Like a cylinder. It's cone, like, like a cone. Just imagine how, like, yeah. Can, like, maneuver Aerodynamic. He'll be blown away in a, sh- in a fucking breeze. No. Blown away in a breeze. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need a man who won't be blown away in a small breeze. <laughs> That's my <Blimey>. type. How do we get onto that? Laughter. That laughter in the background is Marcus, who was on. I was going to say on last week's podcast, but it's literally been like three (laughs) months since I did the last podcast. podcast. Last year's podcast. Because you know what? I just can't be fucked to do it. If you haven't listened to that, go back and... uh, Refresh your memory glands. Memory glands and take a listen because... It's much better than this episode. (laughs) Sorry, nothing. <laughs> Don't shoot yourself down early. Um. Anyway, moving on. The CEO just looked into this room to see what we we're doing. I think he read the sign that said we we're recording. So. Oh, a dipstick signer. Dipstick. We record up in here. Yeah, um, we're doing a very special, important project that's that's billable. Uh, what have you got, Alaska? Tell me about Valentine's Day for you. What it? What is some Valentine's Day for me is like a non-event. I just don't. I just don't register it in my life. Like, I always forget it's happening. I've learned to sort of, like, block out the disgusting sort of, like, tacky decorations mm. in windows. Uh, like, I just, like, I don't see it. And then I, sometimes I, like, I want to, like, go buy chocolate. And then I walk into Hayes and I'm like, ah, like, what's happening right now? I'm like, oh, fuck, it's Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, like, yeah, I just don't register it and, it's just, and I've never ever really celebrated it although I have I I have celebrated it at one time and I broke up with him the day after oh my god I was already planning to break up with him but Valentine's Day was coming up and I like was planning to do it sort of like early or in the Feb- in February but I knew that he'd already bought me a gift oh and god. I felt so terrible that I just broke up with him after Valentine's like literally the day oh wait no it was two days after well, that's and smart for you because you get the gift and then you can I know it. but I still feel bad actually I don't right <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny that was one of my points breaking up with someone on Valentine's Day do you have a story and there we go do you have a story no then why'd you put it in voice I thought you might have one I do have one <laughs> turns out um but no it was really funny because the other day I was like sort of cleaning out my room Marie Kondo style and I found that present from him. What was it? A Prada bag? It was a Tiffany key. Um, like a bracelet? No, like a necklace. Um. And I was like, oh shit, like I haven't worn this for ages because I didn't want to be reminded mm. of him. And so I haven't worn it. I'm like, should I give it away? Sell it. Did you get him anything on that day? I didn't because I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Oh, so perfect. Yeah. 
Um, Does he know that you don't celebrate? Did he know that you don't celebrate? I did. I I was like, I don't, I don't want to do Valentine's Day. Although I was quite young at the time. I think I was like 18. Speaking of that relationship was pretty creepy to be honest. Like he was much older than me. (laughs) I would love an older boyfriend. I don't think I've ever had an older partner. I somehow always also attract the young ones. Mm. And I thought my current partner was like, when I first met him, I thought he was a few years older than me. Turns out he's two years younger than me. It must be all of the stress and the lack of melanin in his skin. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, white people do age faster. (laughs) (laughs) Although you can still have a young soul. He's going to be partying until he's 40. Yeah, it's true. He's very resilient. Or wrinkly. You know, I have asked him whether he wants to get Botox. Because, you know, he's... I wouldn't say he's wrinkly, is he? Well, he's not, like, wrinkly, but it's, like, he doesn't have any fat on his face. And so when he laughs, or, like, when he raises his eyebrows, there's a lot of, like, scrunching happening (laughs) up here. What? So... Why would Botox fix that? He needs fat injections. No, it tightens everything. It just goes... Yeah, but if there's not enough fat, it would just tighten to, like, bone. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. As long as, like, he doesn't have the, a fucking Appalachian trail up on his forehead. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, look, I love him anyway. He's a saint. But, you know, I have... I, I would like him to at least consider it. And he doesn't have to do it. I would just know that he's considered it. There's nothing wrong with freshening up. I desperately want to get Botox. I don't need it. Yeah. It's preventative. It's exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just in my forehead. I just want to, like, be frozen. I don't want to express any emotion. I don't you want do people to know either. what I'm thinking. I mean, I've been, like, face. I've been training myself to have better poker face because mm. I don't want people to, like, read me. Uh, I'm terrible at poker face. I feel like I think I'm good, but then if I see myself being filmed or whatever, I realise I'm actually very animated and I hate it. I'm really animated with my hands. Mm. And, like, also I frown a lot. I always catch myself uh, frowning. Yeah, me too. When I'm listening, I'm like, oh, I don't have to give this person eye contact. And then I frown in, like, anticipation <laughs> that I need to react to whatever they're saying. Okay, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Have, would you ever name a cockroach after an ex? Yes, 100%. <laughs> That's amazing because there is a zoo in England. I fucking love that segue, by the way. A zoo <laughs> that you can... Name a cockroach for one point five pounds. How you say it? That's like three bucks. One Australian. Yeah, yeah, three. Basically, three buck. You could name a cockroach <laughs> after your ex. It's fucking hilarious. But apparently, when I read this article, oh my god, that's disgusting. Uh, sorry, there was just like an enlarged, unnecessarily enlarged picture of a cockroach. All right, let me scroll in this article. Can you please read us it's an gone. excerpt? Okay. <clears throat> Hemsley Conservation Centre is giving scorned lovers the hilarious opportunity to give a fitting name to a cockroach, no offence to the bug, for just £1.50, is that how you say it? Yeah. Three buck. A three buck, Australian. (laughs) You can pick a roach and give it the name of your ex-man. Well, that's fucking presumptuous. Couldn't it be ex-woman? Woo-man? Ex-human? The name will be proudly dis... Yeah, ex-they. Ex-they. X of your ex. The name will be proudly displayed on the exhibit so you can proudly always displayed. visit the insect version of your ex. <laughs> Once you've named your cockroach slash ex, you'll be sent a gift certificate as a keepsake. Although the centre says as they don't want to fuel a fire, they'll keep the name off the certificate. Well, that's fucking bullshit. But they do point out there's a section to add your own comments in hint, hint. Okay, so you can, you can customise it. That's good. 
So if you have bitter feelings, any pent-up rage, or are carrying, still carrying around a lot of anger about a bad breakup, there's no better way to release it, and it's all for good cause. I reckon we should get the certificate and send it to the person. Because what's the point of doing it if they don't know? You yeah, know I mean? definitely. They need so to know. Isn't like part two of this episode of like we actually do it? Do it? Yeah. <laughs> no, what would be good is if we got um, yeah the certificate and then a photographer on scene to capture the exact moment. No, nah, let's just make it up. Let's like act it out. Let's Photoshop it. Marcus, you be. Oh, I was gonna say you be the ex. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be the fucking cockroach. Why? No, he's brown. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm to a do you have an exoskeleton? I do. Do you my have like? Because <laughs> you have all the time you spend in the sun. Yeah. Oh, God. Do you have bristles on your back hind legs? Actually, yes. Do you have antennae? <laughs> yeah, cockroaches are interesting. Have you ever had a flying bush cockroach fly into your face? Yeah. What? That's hot. Yuck. <laughs> Speaking of Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, back on track. We are very tangential, which I find is a both a skill and a curse. It really is. But you know what? Sometimes there are unplumbed gems that you find in a tangent. How many cockroaches would you name? <sighs> Maybe 59? Really, no. No. Uh, no, I don't, actually, I have never, I have never split, uh, what's the word? Broken up with. Inamicably. Oh. I mean, I've always been the one breaking up, which is interesting, but it's never been, it's always been pretty mild, like, that's I'm nice. Sorry, not that into you. It's never been, I fucking hate your guts, I wish you would die. My last breakup was literally like that, though. He was like, I hate you. <laughs> I don't ever want to speak to you again. Wow. Yeah, interesting. I'm still and then presided? Pre- 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 proceeded? Proceeded, no. presided? Pre- Wait. Pre- presided or proceeded? Proceeded? Proceeded. He then proceeded to try to win me back, only to tell me he hated me again, only to win me back. Like, oh. try to win me back, only to tell me he hated me again. What a lovely man. And then at he the end... the definition of a cockroach. Yeah, and then at the end I was just like, I can't with you... Anymore, just please get out of my life. Yeah, hot and cold. <sighs> Nothing worse than hot and cold. I fucking hate hot and cold. No, no. You know, I've always, for some reason or other, done the breaking up. After giving it a red hot go, I'm a very patient person, but no. You are very, like, angelic. That's a breach. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus, for your fucking support. I just mean that, like, you are such a like mellow human being. I just can't imagine anyone being mad at you for too long. I actually you know agree with that. Mean. Yeah, I feel like if you ever were to piss me off, I would be like, and then like you'd just smile and be like. <laughs> <laughs> I do need a lot of physical abuse. It's true. <laughs> no, no, no I completely agree. That's sweet. Yeah, speaking no, of, I just I have very high high standards. That's all I'm going to say. My standards. I know. I've been trying to set you up with someone like forever, but I actually don't think you guys would be a good match anymore. Unfortunately. Obviously. Why? Well, he only dates really Asian people. No, I heard otherwise. What? From whom? He really likes. From whomst? Whomst? I thought it was you that told me. Anyway, I was going to say, speaking of angelic characters, is Cupid not the creepiest motherfucker? There what, is. Is he not a naked like baby? 
But no, isn't he like an adult human, like portraying himself as a baby, shooting arrows at people? He's that... just a very knowledgeable baby. He just knows. He could just sense it in his waters if uh, two people are meant to be together, and then he goes pew with his arrow, and that's that it. Time. What? I hate when people say feeling my waters. I can sense it in my waters. Feel like, it. Who says that? Feel it in my waters. I feel it in my waters. Yeah, like your. Like, water like, broke like, and like, like, like <laughs> just like I can sense it, like I can. It's a thing. It's a thing. I heard it in Catherine Kim, so I assume it's a Bergen phrase. You feel it in your waters, naked, naked, fucking naked obnoxious baby. baby. Apparently, his wounds inspire love or passion in every victim. I mean, like, can't you think of a less morbid way for people to like to make people fall in love? You have to like shoot them with an arrow and then wait, do they recover from their arrow? Like do they bleed out? Do you have to like take them to a hospital? Do they have to heal? Like what? It's a metaphorical arrow. Excuse me, but he was the son of Mercury and Venus, the mm. goddess of love. So he's Perfect. obvious. Yeah, so obviously there has to be I mean, I haven't read any like articles or literature of like how people recover from Cupid's he blow. He affects them with love so that they fall in love with the Right person. That so, if you got him. shot by Cupid's arrow, you would not bleed. Every no. visual that I've seen with, like, in, like a movie or like a video or something, it's always been like arrow gets shot, and then they just kind of like go oh, and like rub their butt, and then like they just like look at the closest girl and guy, and they're like, and then that's literally yeah, it. it's like a potion or like a toxin, but because they've been shot. Apparently, mm-hmm. Cupid's mother, so. Aphrodite slash Venus became so jealous of some like mortal called Psyche that she told Cupid to induce Psyche to fall in love with a monster. And then Cupid became so in love with Psyche that he married her with the condition that she could never see his face. (gasps) That is like fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Someone needs therapy. That's fucked up. I told you, Cupid's creepy. I mean, just aesthetically, he's creepy, but I didn't know all that backstory. Neither did I until I just looked it up. I always wish I'd done Greek mythology. God damn it. That's so interesting. Uh, Single rituals for dealing with Valentine's Day. Wait, this is the next thing on your list. Yeah, just some thoughts. Single what? Single rituals? So, like, for single people, what are some rituals that you've heard of that, you know, get, get you through? Dealing with this fucking anxiety of this palaver of watching people perform Valentine's Day. Become as cynical as I am. Oh my god, nice. Have low expectations. Have low expectations. Just don't expect anything. Like, the only way to get through life well is to expect nothing of anybody. Because then, if anything good happens, you're just like pleasantly surprised mm. and you're just like, oh, thank you for picking that piece of paper up for me. Like, I didn't expect you to do that, but you're so lovely. That's very true. It's true to say, but it's really hard to live. It is not. It's very hard to have low expectations constantly because you're like, this person should do this for me. Oh, I suppose so. Well, it's because that's I put that blame on other people <laughs> because they have built up. They've like given me false hope. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. You get hope. You start to get hope and you build it up and then you're like, oh, my expectations are rising. This is never going to be fulfilled. Although like, okay, so single single rituals for people dealing with Valentine's Day. Well, I've heard of people having 
spa days. Yeah, like drinks, massage, watching. Uh, we go to the right massage, and maybe you won't be single. Strictly no sexual <laughs> favors. Yeah. Yeah. Although I really can't get behind like people whining about being single on Valentine's Day. Like, fucking embrace it. Like, just you don't know how good you have it while you're single. When you get into a fucking relationship, it's like I'm not saying it's not great at times, but you will at some point miss being single. <laughs> Like, I don't believe anybody who has said that they would, like, that er every day of their relationship makes them feel like they're so glad that they're not single. Like, it's not. It's just not true. Mm. And, yeah, I just can't, like, I can't deal with it. Like, just, it's also just, like, one day. Like, buck the fuck up and go read a fucking book. Go take a bath. Eat, like, two liters of ice cream. Who cares? Like, just embrace being single. You will miss it when you don't have it. Like I always say, you never know a good thing till it's gone. Yeah, right? Like, And you're always look, thinking the grass is growing. If you're in a relationship, you're like, fuck, I need some space. It would be so nice to be single just for a little while. And then when you're single, you're like, fuck, it's so lonely. I wish I'd just have someone to share this time with. But, you know, it's the same on both sides. You're never happy. Well, you can be happy sometimes. <laughs> this podcast, you're never happy. <laughs> yeah, we're not about being happy. <laughs> <laughs> we see a solution, we throw that solution out the door. <laughs> Also, I just wanted to ask, who the fuck actually is St. Valentine? Because I know that this holiday is based on, like, a false thing. And I know that it was after some dude who died, but I don't actually know who St. Valentine is. Actually, we're going to look it up right now. Oh, God. Tap, 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 tap. <laughs> We've obviously done a lot of research before this. Done a lot of prep. Okay. Um, Valentine. St. Valentine was a priest in Rome who admitted Oh, he's fugly. He was. <laughs> yeah. Wait, which picture are you looking at? This one and this one. Look at no, I'm looking at this one. Oh, that's so much worse. Look at this. This it one's looks... way more realistic. 3D facial reconstruction. <laughs> yeah. He's got mad forehead wrinkles. He should get Botox. He needs Botox 100%. Okay, he was martyred and buried at the Christian cemetery. Da, da, da. It doesn't tell me how he died or why. He was probably shot with an arrow. By Hubert. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Saint Valentine of Rome was martyred on February fourteenth, after death, nineteen sixty. No, no, nineteen sixty nine. <laughs> AD two hundred and sixty nine. Sixty nine. That'd be perfect. the feast of Saint Valentine, also known as Saint Valentine's Day, was established by Pope Galatius the first in four ninety six to be celebrated in honor of the Christian martyr. Why was he martyred? Um, Can I say something? Yes. The Christian martyr St. Valentine was beheaded on February the 14th for performing marriages in secret. Performing? Wait. So he got made people married in secret or he got married in secret? No, he he performed marriages in secret. Right. he He was the, what's it called when you marry people? Yes. Yeah. Oh, another fun fact. Yes. So this article is from 2010. 14 miserable facts about. In the two-week period leading up to Valentine's Day, American sales of gold jewellery led to 34 million tonnes of waste. It's disgusting. And the second one about 
fucking wastage, which kills me. The vast majority of roses sold for Valentine's Day in the US are imported from South America, wasting fossil fuels. Well, that's a bit bad. Well, <laughs> wait, I just want to see where it says. Oh my god, I've got a good one. What? Valentine's Day traces its roots to an ancient pagan holiday called Lupercalia, in which men stripped naked, grabbed whips, and spanked young women in hopes of increasing their fertility. Oh, oh. my can we bring that back? Can we bring that back? On Valentine's Day, I'm going to be stripping all the men naked in this office and whipping them with an HDMI cord. Oh, my God. Yes. oh no, wait. Oh, my God. It's the men that spank the women. No, it's okay. fine. Roll reverse. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, We're in the 21st century. Okay, wait. I'm still trying to find out. Okay, so it, is that a, like a theory of why he got murdered or? I mean, this is not fact-checked, obviously. Oh my god, I'm having like a sneezing fit. Isn't that awful though if that was true? If we celebrate Feb 14 because he was beheaded on that day, that'd actually be really nice. So there's this, this, this. So there are many. Okay, okay married Christian couples, da, da, da. there are many other legends behind St. Valentine. Oh, so the cut. So he performed Christian weddings so that husbands wouldn't have to go to war. Oh, that sounds nice. Another legend is that Valentine refused to sacrifice to pagan gods. He was in prison for this, and then he gave his testimony in prison, and through his prayers, healed the jailer's daughter who was suffering from blindness. <laughs> On the day of his execution, he left her a note that was signed, Your Valentine. Right. Don't know what to believe anymore. Well, just don't believe in Valentine's Day, because it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, just do you, boo. Just you do whatever do you. feels right, but don't feel like you need to be obliged to purchase things that cost cash money. Honestly, if I see... Another window display with heart, like heart balloons, saying "Be my Valentine." I'm going to run head first into a wall of rusty nails. Like that is how disgusting I feel every time I see that. I'd rather get tetanus. Yeah, no, no, a nail needs to be rusty underground without oxygen to get tetanus. But also, if you ran into what? the wall, know that. Because I've been punctured by a nail that was exposed to oxygen, and the guy's like, you'll be fine. That's industrial. So, I'm very industrial, but <laughs> it would be nice to display covered in blood, in a heart-shaped blood. Yeah, that's what we need. We need, like, a true Valentine's Day bloody massacre display. Yeah. Yeah, like another Boston massacre. Too dark. Okay. Too dark. All right. Too dark for podcast. Rock I think podcast. it's time to stop. A Arrivederci. Thank you for listening to my ramblings. Bye. Bye.